Welcome back to Travel Support Thursday Hello. from a rainy camper van somewhere on the North Island of New Zealand. This is a show where we answer all of your questions out there to help you travel better. I don't know. We're still working on a tagline. <laughs> travel us, Support Thursday. Let us know if you got one that can describe this show, please. We do uh, have a jingle, though. We got so many great questions yes. today. And as always, please leave your questions down in the comments below. Uh, and we'll answer them next week on Travel Support Thursday next week. Because that's what next week that's means. That's how calendars work. That is is how date and time works. So today on Travel Support Thursday, we are talking about how we feel as we're sort of like getting older and would we still make the same decision mm -hmm. to quit our jobs and travel the world if we were older or if we were younger? Just generally how like age affects this kind of big decision to make a big change in your life and go and do something like travel the world. A lot of topics. I yeah. have so many thoughts about all of these things, but the place I wanted to start first today was this question that we got that we have just been talking mm -hmm. about nonstop for the past two days. Yeah. And I think in a lot of ways, just thinking about this question has changed our lives. Yes. And the way that we kind of look at ourselves. Let me... Yeah. Okay, so yeah, just just tell us what this question is and we'll, okay. we'll go deeper. So this question comes from Rev Jerry RM who asks, how can an individual that is semi-disabled due to back problems do the whole backpack thing when traveling? I cannot carry anything on my back. Thanks. Love all the videos. Oh, man. So this this question led us down yeah. such a rabbit hole for so many different reasons. I think, first of all, is that it's something that neither of us have truly really thought about. And it, we really, really appreciate the question because for that exact reason, I think it's something that we... We take for granted and yeah. we by no means mean to be exclusionary in the way that we travel and the way that we do our travel content. But this question opened our eyes to, yeah, the accessibility of travel and what it means to be a backpacker. Yeah, exactly. And I realized through talking through a lot of this over the past couple of days that being like a backpacker, whatever that term actually means, which we still couldn't come up mm -hmm. with like a one definition for it is so wrapped up in not only my identity, yeah. but also my ego mm -hmm. in so many ways of that. Like I see myself as a backpacker and that I see myself as this like person who just has like a small amount of stuff on my back and I'm walking through the world with it. And like that image of myself is so wrapped up with who I think I am mm -hmm. that to imagine it any other way seems really hard. Right. Like when you envision a backpacker, you think of someone who's carrying all their belongings in in a giant or a small backpack and they're world travelers, they're nomadic and whatever that means to you. I mean, for a lot of people, I think for backpackers specifically, there's a sense of pride that comes with it. For sure. Um, and and I don't want to say this, but a little bit of like elitism thinking yeah. like, oh, I managed to pack all of my stuff into this backpack. <laughs> right. I don't need this pillow. I don't need all these luxuries. And they see people who travel with suitcases, maybe. And and I'm speaking for myself. But this this question truly humbled us a little bit because, mm. yeah, I think there's a little piece of when you look at suitcases, you think, oh, that's luxurious. You get to carry all of this stuff. You must have a lot of money because you can carry all the comforts of home in your suitcase. Right, right. And, and there's, I don't, uh, there's I don't, so many angles to this. I look at this. that and I, I disagree. And so <laughs> yeah, yeah. this question really opened up a lot of questions. For yeah, us. because I think, first of all, I imagine myself for the first time in my life as like a person who couldn't walk. You know, like, how would my life look? What would I do? How would I approach this lifestyle that we have? 
I started imagining myself in like those different situations of, let's say I just had a back injury and I like couldn't carry a backpack. You know, this, that actually seems super likely that at some point in my life, probably that, 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 that that would be me. All right. Mm -hmm. That would be me. And how would we approach this lifestyle of travel? And would we still be backpackers if we were? Yeah kept coming up as a question and there weren't really a lot of clear answers. Um, but, but I would say the biggest thing that I think of is that this idea of being a backpacker, I think the more that we talked about it, it's less about just what you're wearing. It's less about your choice of like luggage, whether (laughs) you wear it over your shoulders or your hips or whether you like drag it behind you on a rolly thing or whatever. It has nothing to do with that, really. I think it's more of a mindset thing. Yeah. I think it's more of a mindset. Like the backpacker mindset, at least from my perspective, is it's a person who's like going out into the world and bringing as little as possible from their own home to go and experience that. So that way they can leave as much awesomeness, as much space available in wherever they're going to have cool things happen, to have surprises, to be able to learn things when they get there. So that way they're not bringing that way they're not bringing all those comforts that they're mm-hmm. used to from home, but they want to experience the place that they're headed to, in as real and authentic as a way as possible. And I think that's a backpacker. And right now, right now that kind of seems like it's shorthand for just like a person who is wearing a backpack yeah. <laughs> who is walking these countries. Yeah. And it's just it's so it's that's such an oversimplification. I think of it. And it's so exclusionary yeah. to think of it that way that I just I have to feel that I definitely do feel as though it's much more of a mindset than it is a choice of luggage. Agreed. You know, it, this is the first time that we actually thought about why we love carrying our backpacks so much, like mm-hmm. why our backpacks mean so much to us. Last week, we talked about our backpacks. We talked about your evolution of backpacks right. and how they've changed and and how tied and, to me they are, like yeah. how proud I am of them. And there is <laughs> you know? like, I, in a lot of ways, this question helped us realize that it's just a backpack, but the backpack is an analogy to like the way of life that we're choosing. Leaving the luxuries and the comforts of home is is essentially saying I am choosing to not take my own expectations of what my life is like, what my home country is like, what I what I usually do at home to this new place that I get to visit. Mm-hmm. And and that's like kind of the beauty of I think the idea of carrying less, the idea of a backpack. Yeah. So so when you say do the backpack thing, that's what I first imagine. Is that yeah. like doing the backpack thing doesn't at all insinuate like where you want to go or how you want to experience it. Just like to me, when I hear that, I think like there's only one right way to travel. And yeah. that right way to travel is just to put a tiny backpack on your back and go. And that's like the image that I have in my head. Yeah. Obviously, that's not the only way to travel. Yeah. I, and that's not even the most right way to travel. I mean, I mean honestly, we have a suitcase now. Yes, <laughs> exactly. This was actually, this question is so timely because even though we love our backpacks and we still have them, we on this very trip was for the first time had to pack a suitcase. And mostly because of our camera gear and our tripods and our, you know, drone, all these different things that come with us now that we're filming and traveling. And it was 
It was really hard. It was a struggle for me because to mm-hmm. me it meant, well, we have to pay more money to check on this suitcase. Right. And are we backpackers anymore? Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, like, what, what does shifted. this mean for us? Yeah. Like, what does this mean for our channel? What does this mean for the type of people we are? Like, mm-hmm. does this mean we've changed? Does this mean yeah. we've sold out because we, like, can't do it anymore because we're parent- carrying, like, you know, 25 pounds Too of camera gear. Too many luxurious <laughs> cameras. Before I started traveling internationally, I was a suitcase user. I always had a small carry-on. I actually really, really love it. And logistically, if someone is looking for, like, what is the minimalist, most minimalist kind of carry-on, there's so many kind. There's so many awesome suitcases out there. But the one tried and true that I loved, that I don't know if still exists, is this, it was from Ikea. It was like, I don't know. Oh, how yeah, I remember it was, that one. It was like this tall. I don't know. Maybe how tall is that? Four feet, three feet tall. It would have definitely fit in the like the overhead bin of anywhere. Yes. It was it was a carry on suitcase. It was so small and but it was like a pod style. It was hard, but it was soft and hard shell. It was <laughs> okay. soft and hard shell, and the rolly the rolly wheels were actually made out of rubber, so they didn't make the sound of like. It was just it 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 was. It was silent. Yeah. Anyway. Truly the perfect suitcase. But I loved I loved that suitcase. And then when I started backpacking. Again, I just, like, but just that word, right? Like, what does that yeah, mean? Well, yeah. When I started carrying a backpack, I kind of just like shoved it out of my life. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish I still had that suitcase, honestly. Right. Right. But I think, so to get to your question, right? Like, how would we approach this? If we were any differently abled than we are right now, how would we approach traveling? And I think that that's kind of the onus of this question. I think probably just get one of those really nice rolly suitcases. And we have one right now. Or if I was in a wheelchair, I think I would get one of those super cool like Phoenix rolly suitcases that they have. They like clip to the back of the wheelchair and they're like a mini wheelchair in itself that you can put a backpack on. Jansport also, I found um, Jansport made a really, really cool backpack that hauled have all these different kinds of adjustable straps that allow you to wear it as a backpack, but also strap it to a wheelchair, strap Mm. it to different. There's so many different adjustable straps that allow you to use it in different settings. And it doesn't change the like style of the Jansport bag. And I thought that was also a great backpack. Just bring the bare minimum that I needed, which for us is actually quite a lot now. Now (laughs) But if we weren't filming, everything would be like a couple of pairs of clothes and maybe like a tablet, a phone, and some chargers and the passport. And that would be it. And the, all right. that would probably fit into this hip thing. So that way the weight wouldn't be on my shoulders. And that might work a little better. And I guess, but the underlying thing behind that is, you know, why are we bringing so little? Mm-hmm. Why are we doing the backpack thing? And I think it's like the mentality of being open to the world. But also logistically, when you're carrying very little, it's just a lot easier to say yes to more experiences, right? For sure. You can pack up your things really quickly. You can get out the door. You can catch a train. If if you know there's one coming in five minutes, you know, and you're just down the road, yeah, I can just grab my stuff and go without having to, like, sort through every little thing. And it means that there's a lot more opportunity to, like, meet more people shop locally at the stores that you're you're at the in the countries and the cities that you're visiting and i think we can't continue with this without acknowledging that it would be more difficult to travel in some places than others for sure and i think overall like just imagining myself like obviously if obviously anytime you like have something that you used to be able to do 
And then as you get older, all of a sudden you just like can't do it anymore. Or with an injury. Or with an injury or any of those things like that feels awful. Yeah. That feels terrible. And I think to not acknowledge that, I, I feel like we've fallen into this trap sometimes too with the things that we say we're like, we want to be inspirational, but we also kind of forget and we take yeah. that for granted. Yeah. And I also feel like we would, and I feel like the second part of this question is like, for sure, I would choose some locations more frequently than others. We, we oh, were just yeah. at the glowworm caves yeah. down into the earth and the entirety of the thing is all wheelchair accessible. Paved and it was amazing. Like the whole experience was accessible. A lot of these trails, a lot of these walks that we're experiencing here in New Zealand are all accessible. Yeah, I think the the accessibility of public transportation in a lot of countries like Such Taiwan, Japan, South Korea makes it so easy to get around. Even like even the Camino, certain Caminos made it very very accessible for different people. I think the fact that you can send your luggage ahead yeah. that that's a known service. On the Camino Portuguese, there was a whole community of people who were riding bikes and bringing along people who had disabilities mm -hmm. so that they could also experience the Camino. This was something that I think I thought a lot about when my family and I visited China for the first time together. Um, I think I even have a journal entry about it. I saw a family carrying their son who was in a wheelchair up the stairs of the Great Wall. It, it touched my heart. That that is love and the epitome of sacrifice. And at the time, I thought of my dad, who this he had passed before we got to go with him. But um, I remember thinking, I wrote, I thought of my dad and what would it have been like to have him there? Because you start to wonder, like, are there certain places that people can't visit? Are there Are there certain experiences that, you can't have because you're unable to walk or carry things. And um, I don't know what my point is, but I, I think, I hope, I hope that there's a world where eventually um, traveling is accessible for everybody. That, yeah. That's the hope. I think the thing that I would say is that don't let this traditional one dimensional explanation of what a backpacker is mm -hmm keep you from thinking that if you do it any other way that you're going to have any less of an experience. Mm -hmm. Just go into it with that same openness that a backpacker would have, that same want of mm -hmm. trying to like connect with the place you're in instead of bringing all of your comforts from home. And you'll be more of a backpacker than anybody I've ever met. I'm also going to we're going to leave this in the we're going to leave this article in our video description, but this question brought up a really great conversation and we found this article um, by a backpacker who asks am I still a backpacker if I can't carry a backpack it's uh -huh. a very great read and it talks about her her life and her journey as a backpacker until she suffered a huge back injury and and she struggled with this logistically if any of you have any suggestions any any thoughts or want to share about your experiences, we'd love to hear them in the comments below. Yeah. And I would also say that like, I know we rambled a lot on this one cause we have so many thoughts cause it like turned from this thing of like, okay, what cool other options are there to like bring our stuff with us mm -hmm. if we were differently abled than we are right now. And then that just like opened up this entire other 
yeah. can of worms for us of talking about like what does it mean to be a backpacker and all this like you know theoretical stuff so we know this may not have answered your question directly but this and and honestly that's because we're probably not coming from a place of expertise here yeah and we wanted more to just open up the conversation about this idea of what it's like to be a backpacker what it feels like, what would we do differently if we weren't able to carry our backpacks anymore. So we'd love to hear from you. What are your thoughts? What are your suggestions? What are your advice? And what are your experiences? We want we want to live in a world where travel is is accessible, not just budgetarily, but also accessibility-wise for everybody. Yeah. So our next question I love these kinds of questions. It's very logistical and mm. something that I think we take for granted. This next question comes from user NF2E18EY7K. Nailed it. <laughs> Who says, so easy. Just rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> love these videos. Thank you for all that you do. Two questions. How do you handle washing your clothes while traveling? And how do you handle leftover food? Do you bring collapsible containers? Oh, man. Great question. <laughs> We've actually gotten this question from a lot of a lot of you in, in different formats. So let's just talk about laundry, first of all, because this okay. is very top of mind. Yep. We've been in our camper van now for almost three weeks, and we just did laundry yesterday. It was it was getting really bad. I got to tell you, after putting on fresh clothes, after not wearing fresh clothes for over a week and just being cold and damp for that entire and time. everywhere. It was a religious experience. <laughs> <laughs> it was warm. I put it on. I was just like... Oh, yes. Oh, my God. It has been raining for so long here in New Zealand that having these fresh clothes was just amazing. Um, Logistically, there are a lot of different ways that we handle laundry while on the road, but specifically with the camper van, since it's been raining, we just go to a laundromat. We search in Google Maps. We search for self-laundry or laundromat, put in our laundry for an hour, stop at a nearby cafe or a pub, and then dry them and pick them up yeah it's basically the same as being at home uh sometimes when we're like traveling around europe or other places we will hand wash our laundry in the sinks or in the showers yep generally that's just like putting a bunch of shampoo (laughs) on the thing while i'm in the shower on let's say underwear or t-shirt or whatever and then just like hanging it up outside near the window somewhere where you got some airflow letting it dry. So we'll do that if we're feeling extra cheap or like our budget's running out. We'll yeah. do that. Or if there's no laundromat nearby. Yeah. Or in a lot of places in Southeast Asia, they have these great like wash and fold services mm. that are actually pretty affordable. Yeah. And you'll just like drop off your laundry at one of these places. And then 24 hours later, they'll just like return it to you in a plastic bag, all nicely washed and it folded. It smells so good. And it's just absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, as far as leftover food, I mean, in the van, it's been been cold enough that we can leave stuff out (laughs) and we also have a chili bin or an ice chili bin or a cooler in the back that we we keep food we don't generally bring collapsible containers with us um almost never yeah almost never sometimes some like ziploc bag things but we just like we just try not to order too much or try not to make too much um so that we eat just enough for what we have yep Okay, on to the next question. Um, this question comes from Gel2786, who mm-hmm. asks, does age make you anxious? Do you think that one can only afford to make this life-changing decision at a certain age? Jeez. Would really appreciate any insight and wisdom you can share. And I assume Ooh. when they say life-changing decision, it's this... Like- 
quitting our jobs to yeah. travel the world. Yeah, that's that's what I would assume as well. So like, <sighs> I think about this. I think about time, just in general, and getting older yeah. every day. Sometimes way too much, <laughs> way too much. And I think I'm I'm kind of in like a a special situation here in that like. One time I got dengue fever and I don't really want to tell all of the story. So I'll just summarize it because I just don't feel, I don't know, comfortable talking about it yet. But one time I got dengue fever and it stopped my heart for a little while. And when I woke up from this thing, which I luckily did, I realized at that moment that I have absolutely no control over how much time I have left on the planet. I have no control at all. And all that illusion of like young, fierce, like invincibility that I had going into like my first round the world trip when this happened, all of that was just torn away in that instant when just a mosquito came and bzz, bit me and I just, my heart stopped. And I think ever since that moment, I've always felt like I don't have enough time. Like I've been in a rush. I've been in a hurry ever since then, nonstop. And I think that that's why I have chosen a lot of these like life decisions that I do now, like quitting my job four different times, like working a year to then travel a year to work a year to travel a year, just like almost obsessively doing that because I genuinely didn't and still don't think that I'm going to be like around long enough to see my retirement because I have no control over it. I have no control over it yeah. at all. So I think at that moment I realized that like I needed to do stuff that I wanted to do now. Cause if I had no control over when the roller coaster ride was going to end, I wanted that roller coaster ride to be as interesting and awesome and exactly what I wanted it to be. And some part of me is thankful that it did happen. And some part of me feels really vulnerable all the time. Like, like it's just like, you know, like this moment could just be gone at any time or this camper van trip could just come to an end. If we like careen off the road and I hate to feel so like fatalistic about it, but I think about this all the time. And I think it's a direct result of like fully feeling my mortality at kind of a young age. I was like 25 or something at mm -hmm. the time that to really to to hear a question like this where you're like, can you ever be too old to decide how you want your life to look? I'm just like, N no. No one else is going to no one else is going to be like, okay, you now have permission to go on a one-year trip that you've always wanted to do. No, you have to you have to carve that path for yourself. No one's going to do it for you. And honestly, before this thing happened, I would have never carved this path cuz I would have just assumed that I would do it later. I would have just assumed that 20 years would pass and then later on once I had enough money or once I got permission or Maybe after I had kids or any of these other things happen, once enough life had passed and I'd like earned my keep or whatever, that I would be able to go and travel the world. And it was so, it's such a big risk. It's such a big bet to assume, like the biggest risk you can take in life is to assume that you're going to be like healthy enough to do the thing that you want to do later. For me to, yeah, when I read this question, I like hear myself 
before I realized how fragile this life and this existence was and just how quickly it can all be taken away by the smallest, stupidest things. <laughs> you know, like just, and how little control that I had over the entire situation, but I had full control over what I did with my own time. There were mm-hmm. obviously, there are always compromises that you're going to be making. And there are always like, you know, things you're going to do for other people. No question. And honestly, if you let it happen, you could spend your entire life doing stuff for other people and it would probably make you pretty happy. But I had a feeling that if I didn't start this traveling thing, if I didn't see the world in the way that I wanted to, when I was still healthy to do it, that I would regret it. And I can live with a lot of stuff. I can live with discomfort. I can live with like seven straight days in a stinky camper van. (laughs) With a sh- with no shower. With no shower. But I cannot live with regret. I just can't do it. In some ways, it's made me just absolutely crazy. Because I feel like I'm always pushing us forward. And I know that this affects you a lot. Because I'm always like, we need to do this now. We need to do this yeah. now. We need to do this Because I have this like thing in my head, this like worm ever since then of like, I'm running out of time. I'm running out of time. I'm running out of time. And I can't get rid of it. I can't get rid of it. And part of me wish, part of me still, you know, I part of me still wants it around. And the other part of me is just ashamed to still be like pushing as hard as I can, even though I know it like stresses our relationship a lot. Cause I know you're thinking like, slow down, slow down. We've got time. Slow yeah. down. We've got time. But like, I just, I can't turn it off. So for me to, you know, when I read this question and I see that, like, where is it? Does age make you anxious? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it does make me anxious, but it also, I find it extremely motivational. And do you think that you can only afford to make this life-changing decision at a certain age? No, but I think that you definitely can't afford to wait too long. Mm-hmm. I know that this like didn't directly answer your question because it might be more like financial or monetarily yeah, like, I mean, angled, I think but that's that's question. how I think about it. I think you answered the question really well, and I think like, Sorry, I just yeah. monologue for like, God. <laughs> no, this is I important. think about this every single day, and I'm important. sorry I just like <laughs> exploded on this question. I but, think if you, watch, if you watch any of our videos, you know. Okay, Lisa. It's important. <laughs> I think if you watch any of our videos, you'll know. Like, we move very quickly. I think. Yeah. I think in general, and I, I think you're not alone in that feeling. I definitely, I definitely feel like we're always running out of time. There's so many things. There's so many places I want to go. There's so many things I want to see. And for context, we're in our 30s, late 30s now. <laughs> <laughs> and even though I don't feel like it, I still feel like I'm in my 20s. Um, I think a lot of life events can can change what perspective you have on age, right? Like, yeah, I think your experience was a very, very urgent, very understandably like traumatizing experience, but one that like I think you left with a sense of I must seize the day. Yeah. And I think that that is one that I think it was the only good thing I could find that came out. Yeah. Of it. And I and I think that I think one, I just clung to it. It's important because I think for people like me, I can get very complacent. I can get very content. And I think contentment is a really good thing. 
Yeah. Savoring moments, cherishing moments are really good too. Um, but I need that, like that a little bit of urgency, that little kick in the pants. Is that what people say? <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> that kick in the pants to like get, get going, you know? Um, I mean, I, I and I think I'm you... just permanently kicked in the pants. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I don't, I'm not as anxious about getting older, but, but the motivating thing for me, I think truly what came from this experience and quitting our jobs and traveling the world is yes, we got to see amazing things, but I really, I think to your point, to your point, this whole experience of quitting our jobs and traveling the world has taught me how much I was spending my time giving to other people's dreams, to yeah. other people's things. And that maybe there was some compromise, some yeah. way, something in the middle, obviously not just like giving up on everyone that you love in your life and no, just disappearing, no, no. but maybe doing that for a couple of months yeah. or maybe a year or just to take because some time for you. For like, me, like for me, and I know this is like a diff totally different experience, but for me, growing up, I was always the person that I had to stay close to home. I wanted, you know, it was, it was, I was a part of my family. I was a part of my community. So it is my responsibility and my obligation to take care of things at home and to, 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 to be there mm -hmm. physically. And for that reason, I never left. I never left. I never traveled far. I never left home. But I think at some point I realized, especially after my dad died, that I had I had spent, what, 20, 26, 27 years of my life preparing for the possibility of something happening. Right, like waiting for something bad to happen, yeah. expecting that it's tomorrow or next week or, yeah. And, and, and then it happened. But I wasn't prepared for it. I mean, obviously, there, there's a give and take for everything, and everyone's situation is different. But for me, that that moment was the moment that I realized, like, I, I'm not in control either. I think there's a balance. And, and so even though, yeah, like, I think we have different personalities and we have different motivations for why we do the things that we do, right? Like, you're very urgently like this had mm. has to happen yesterday and i'm like but let's just sit and enjoy this moment for like a whole 24 hours um we like have the same goal you know yeah we have the same reasoning mm. and i think just like different ways of trying to get to we it. just we yeah. just want to build a life that is i don't know meaningful for ourselves and for other people squeeze every last drop out of this thing and give as much of that juice as freely as we possibly can to everyone around us yeah. you know and that's yeah. i don't think that there's only i don't think that there's any right time or any wrong time mm. to do this it's just the time that you find to make the decision that you're going to that you're going to that you're going to change your life and whenever you do make that decision whenever that time is right you're going to know it and you're going to do it in the way that you know how. Yeah. I think, like, obviously, again, like, our situations are very different. We're in a place right now where we are luckily healthy oh, sure. and able, and we've saved financially. And we had families that that 
were supportive of our de- of our decisions. Yeah. Um, there's all this caveating that we can say, right? There's all this couching that we can do. Oh, yeah, we don't. I don't think it's ever too late. Yeah, and if you're sitting out there being like, "How do I do this? I want to travel for a long time, but I just genuinely don't know how much it costs, or where I should go, or what I should do, or any of those things." Like, that's all that we want to talk about on here. That's yeah. that's like we want to give yes, trips away. That's that's the that's whole the, the whole thing we're doing here is that. So please ask those questions into the podcast as specifically as you possibly can. And we'll try to answer them as best we can because that's what we want to do. That's why we're doing this. All that we want to do with this channel is help remove those hurdles that I'm sure for some of you are real, real tall. And for others of you might just be like medium size. And for some, there might be no hurdles at all. Either way, there's no judgment here. We don't care how many hurdles you have. We just want to help you get over them, Mm -hmm. whether they're tall or they're small. (laughs) So just... Tell us what hurdles you have to making this like life of travel or I don't know, the Camino that you want to walk or this couple months sabbatical or whatever thing that you've wanted to do. Tell us about the hurdles and we'll do our best to help you get over them. I have no idea how to wrap this thing up. But I will say though that the sun is out. So that's always a good sign. That is a nice change. We started it and it was raining really, really hard. And now the sun is out. I just want to say that I really, really appreciate how thoughtful Mm. and actually deep these questions were today and how I just love that our community that we have here is asking these like real questions, you know, and these are the exact type of thing that we love talking about and we could talk about it forever. I hope that any of this is useful or helpful, Yes. but please, please, please continue to ask these types of questions. I think this like this bigger idea of, really how do you make this life change happen how do you free up space time and enough cash to be able to like make a real actual like dent and what's the impact of it you know what are the actual i i mean we all know that there are a ton of travel creators Mm -hmm. on the internet a lot of great travel creators and it can be easy just to show the lifestyle the beauty of it the highlight reel the incredible countries that we get to visit but we love to talk about the nitty gritty, the things that you don't always get to see in a three days in Tokyo series. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we love your questions. Logistical, not logistical, deep or not. Like, keep them coming. Keep we them really coming. appreciate it. And Please. we'll answer them next week on Travel Thursday. Yep. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so, so much for watching this one. And, uh, yeah, we will see you next week. The sun is out. We'll show you. It stopped raining. It's it's been a rainy season here in New Zealand, but look at the beautiful, beautiful redwoods that we are and surrounded by. Cones. <laughs> See you later. See you next week. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>